Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today's episode is short, two of the Fab Five, but don't despair. You are going to be blessed by the collective wisdom of Kathleen, Claudette, and Sarah. Sarah's mission is to educate peers and help entrepreneurs to become more effective leaders. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide. Did you know that Samuel L. Jackson, Julia Child, Colonel Harlan Sanders, Laura Ingalls Wilder, and Ray Kroc have something in common? And no, I'm not talking about food. They all achieve their success later in life. If you are hearing my voice, if you are still breathing, there is still time to do what you are called or desire to do. So whether you want to write a book, change careers, or make any other dream come true, know that it's never too late. You just have to decide to take action. Listen today as Claudette leads the discussion. Thank you, Whitney. And we're just so excited to talk about it's never too late. Do you have a dream that is inside of you that died before it could even form into something or that you started to do and you stopped because it seemed too hard or impossible? And do you now think that you're out of time? Do you wish you would have done it? These are all the things we're going to address today. And with me, I have Kathleen and Sarah, two of my sisters. And we're going to dive deep into this topic today because we, our desire and wish for you is that you live a life to not have any regrets. So who wants to go first? Do you want to go first, Kathleen? Sure. I'd be happy to. (laughs) Yeah. The dream that you have inside, I think fear actually prevents us. I mean, that's the obvious, I think probably that fear prevents us from actually stepping fully into our soul's calling. And the dream that I have still inside me is to reach, you know, millions of people and changing their lives and helping them to, you know, know that they don't have to be shackled in the suffering of grief and that they can move through it and live a really connected and loving life and free life almost. And I don't think that, you know, I I say all of that because I'm in the middle of creating, you know, I do have an app as well, uh, Claudette, that I'm, uh, that I've 
started. I haven't implemented it yet. I've got new programs coming out. And yet there's something that, that still has me a little frozen in the middle of that, of I really want to step out and I know that I'm meant to. And yet there's still something inside me is that, that is like, okay, why is it not happening yet? So the dream is there. The knowing is there. And what also I think is about the dream inside you is that sometimes we think the dream has to happen quicker than it does. And with it not happening, then I start to question, which I think others do as well. Then I start to question, is this truly a dream of mine? Or is it truly my soul's calling? I think that's the dream within me. Is is it truly my soul's calling? Or is it me pushing it ahead? So I think there's all kinds of things that really stops us from living the our soul's calling, our dream within us. And fear, the belief that you can't do it, there's just all kinds of things. Money, people can use a number of things as blocks to get in their way. And yet the reality is that there's abundance in all aspects and all ways for all of us. And when we're really willing and able and moving through whatever is blocking us, that our soul's calling is there for us. I totally agree, Kathleen. And this topic couldn't be more apropos. Is that how you even say it? I'm not, I don't speak French, but let's just pretend I do for a second. I'm moving, folks, and I have nowhere to live. 34 days left as of today, as we're recording this episode. By the time you hear it, I will probably have two weeks left. Um, And the dream is that we sold our house and that we're moving down to the downtown Leesburg area in Virginia, and we're super excited about it. But patience has had to be top priority. That's for sure. And so sometimes I feel like, where I'm sitting currently, that the dream requires my trust. I'm going to say that again. The dream requires my trust. And so what's been present over the last week is, hey, we really do have 34 days. We have a house full of stuff and two dogs and nowhere to live. But in trusting that this is going to unfold perfectly is really where I'm having to position my heart and really dig deep and be patient. Even if a house doesn't come along till August, then I need to be patient and know that that house is right. That might be past my deadline, this human deadline that I've set, right? But I'm I'm just learning to trust and really know because always has been the case that everything works out. And I'm excited to see how it turns out on the other side. So stay tuned and I'll let you know. <laughs> I love what you said, trust, and then no. I mean, you started with trusting, Sarah. And as you were sit, talking about, I just said, I have to trust this is the way that we're heading and it, it's going to all work out. And then in the end, you're like, I just know. And I think that's what the soul's calling is. That's what the dream that's left inside us is that there is a deep knowing. The trust is about surrendering, right? That surrendering to allowing it to flow through and flow in and flow naturally versus driving and having to have it now and knowing, you know, like 
it's our resistance to allowing it that prohibits the knowing to allow us to be in the moment, to just love wherever we are right now and just keep moving forward, knowing that we're, we are completely cared for, that we have, that the universe has got our back and we're never alone. And so it's the knowing piece that really had me pipe up a little bit more. It's like, oh yeah, it's really about knowing. It's not trusting or believing. It's a knowing deep inside you that it's meant to be. It is absolutely part of our soul's calling. And we can absolutely trust, well, trust, absolutely know that letting go of the security of having to know is probably one of the hardest things for all of us to do because it's about security, right? It's about our safety mechanisms of like, I have to be safe for you, especially Sarah, you know, like you're going from a beautiful home to not knowing where you're going to (laughs) live. So, you know, the Maslow hierarchy of needs, right? It's like your safety, your home, your food, the the basic needs of survival is being upheaval. Even if you have enough money, it's not about money. It's just it's still your your safety network is being rumbled a little. And so it must just like like peak some of your old patterns, maybe even, of needing to know. I'm just curious about that. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and peaking old patterns, let's talk about it. I mean... For 11 years of my life, I never lived anywhere longer than eight months. And sometimes it was a couple weeks or, or, or a couple months even. It wasn't even eight months. Eight months was the longest. But guess what? During those 11 years, I was never homeless. Never. I was never without a home. I never slept in my car. I never was without food. I was never even without clothes. Even the time my dad kicked me out, my sister ended up bringing me clothes and mascara because what woman doesn't need a little bit of mascara every day? <laughs> she was the best. I know, or is the best. But all of that being said, right? But from knowing, I have to trust because I know in the past I've always, as uncomfortable as I might have been or as comfortable as I might have gotten or as unorganized or disheveled, whatever, during those times, I really wasn't homeless. And I I wasn't without. I I have always had and I've always been able to receive, right? Part of this is receiving what is set out for us. I love that because I have a question. How long did you dream about this before you did it? That's a great question. I would say it went on for as a conversation of maybe five or six years. And actually, before we ever bought our first home, my husband had had a dream to live in a downtown area and have walkability and like this, you know, easy, quick urban lifestyle. We didn't do it back then. Our our minds and hearts were in a different space. And now we're afforded the opportunity to do it this time. So I would say it's been a long time, but Five years, it's definitely been something, you know, to consider. And then as soon as we knew and I was able to make a decision, okay, moving forward, I know we're not having children, life changed. We became mobile. We became able to 
move around and do different things. So quite literally, Claudette, I would say since last year, because 46 for me was a turning point on that, but maybe in the works for over 20 years. So there's a point I want to bring up with that because many people think if they have an inspiration or a dream or a desire and it doesn't happen right away, that it's don't, it's too late. It's not possible. That's in the past. I, you know, it's kind of like it dies within us. And the reason I'm bringing that up is I received inspiration in 1994 that I'm just now doing. And there was a point in, mm, I mean, really, like, I, let's just pause there for a moment because I think that's a really good point, Claudia. It's like, <laughs> amen, that the dream continues. It doesn't have to die. It doesn't have to die. And, and during that, what is that, 28 years? <laughs> like, it's a long time. A couple times it did die. Right. In my perception, I was like, it's too late. Maybe that inspiration I received wasn't real. I discounted it. Then one other time I had started sharing about truth. And this is in 2010, 11. And I started getting this huge email list. This is when email list and stuff like that was starting to be big. And I was exhausted. And it started going in a direction. I mean, people were asking me to pastor a church for this. And I was like, I don't don't want to be a pastor. (laughs) That's not what I wanted. That was not where I was. I just didn't know what to do. And so I kind of stopped again because I was exhausted. And I was running a couple other businesses. And I didn't have the business knowledge to manage it all. You know, so I was I was exhausting myself. And so it died again. But have you ever noticed it doesn't ever completely die? Like it just, it's in your heart and it's kind of like trying to rise up over and over and over. And so here's what I would say, you know, because Kathleen, Kathleen's fulfilling a vision. She went through a, a traumatic, life-changing experience and she seeks to help others navigate that path, right? Because you know, we should not, and I'm not going to should all over you, but it's, it's just not good to do things alone. We're kind of a tribal type, you know, humanity is tribal and it always feels better to have some people beside you that understand, right? And so Kathleen's vision is that. And then Sarah, she runs a very successful business and, you know, her past has, like she said, she never lived anywhere more than eight months. I mean, come on, you know, without having to fill in the blanks, that wasn't exactly peaceful. And so we all go through these situations, but we have these dreams inside of us. And what I'm here to tell you is if you receive inspiration, it is literally from the divine within you. And then what happens, you know, Kathleen mentioned fear, right? The fear of failure, the fear of unknown. Like I heard a lot of fears in your conversation when you were sharing. And even you, Sarah, and fear is our number one enemy. Because it's like, so Sarah, you know, so interesting because I did the same thing you're doing. I did in 2018. I sold my home. I had been in for 10 years. I got divorced. 
And literally I lived out of my car. Now, not, I don't want this to sound like I was homeless, but I had two suitcases. No, let's be real guys. She was in a hotel suite with her bag. Okay. Maybe that was the case, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I still didn't have that address. And I was, I was trying to figure out where I was going to be and I wasn't homeless. But I literally would be in the airport booking a plane ticket to go to the next spot. And, you know, so I was like, either I'm going to rent an apartment and spend the money on that, or I can travel a little bit and spend the money on that, right? It wasn't like I was living in a total suite here, but I wasn't suffering. So let's just be real. But everything that I had known to create security in my life, was gone except for my trust in the divine. And in that time, I was like asking the divine, where do I go next? And I was training myself in that guidance. I was like, you know, it's almost like I'd stripped away a lot of things that I relied on that defined who I was in society. And I was digging in and going, what would you have me to do? Where would you have me to go? And that was a journey of two or three years. And that led, this is all coming full circle to me reigniting the dream of getting the truth to the world. Because for 20 years, I'd been doing it one-on-one. I would go speak. I would work at events or do whatever. But it definitely, I wasn't teaching it in a systematic way. And, uh, you know, I, was, I would teach it to people kind of here and there. But it was more coaching. It wasn't sharing and here's how you do it. Here's, But the dream is to get it out to the world, to as many people that are ready for it and open for it. And this stripping away of the what I perceived to be a security allowed me to shift into the trust that we just mentioned. Because I was like, it comes down to do I trust in the power within me that is greater than anything else in the world? Do I really trust? And if I received inspiration, do I really trust that that, because inspiration is in spirit guidance. It is literally the divine going here, do this. This is how the divine wants to express through you on earth, right? And so when we don't do it, it feels like dying because we're contracting, we're not expanding. And so during that time where I allowed it, stripped away everything that was comfortable, right? It was a little uncomfortable because there would be moments that I would go stay with my cousin and then I would get guidance to leave and I wouldn't know where I was going for the evening. And and it was like, well, where would you have me go? And it was almost like building a trust in me so that no matter what, I trust the divine within myself. And that was the unlocking to where I'm going now and what's happening in my life. And now, you know, now I'm, I'm looking at land, building, you know, doing a whole, actually going to build a business around it. But I'm looking at all of that. But I had to, I had to get rid of anything. And I'm not saying everybody listening has to sell your house and book flights from an airport. But what I am saying is pay attention to the discomfort. Pay attention to 
anything within your soul that feels like you are shrinking or that you're putting a plan on the side. Pay attention to that. And then all you have to do is just say, Spirit of Truth, show me my next move for my dream to come true. That's all you have to do. Show me my next move for my dream to come true. And then let that dream get reignited because you're never, it's never too late. And Sarah, I'm very curious about what's going to happen in your life because of what you've just done. It's like this reset thing, right? And there, I can't wait to see it. Honestly, I can't. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, we're really excited. We are. And um just so grateful for my husband too, who just, has the same heart around this that I do. So we're in it together. It's us and the dogs and we're going to see how it plays out. I'm excited too, but it's always turned out great. And the next adventure is just around the corner. I remember telling someone in January of this year that June was going to hold something unexpected, unexpected and unforeseen. And that I really felt like life was going to go a little bit of a different direction that I didn't even imagine. And so here we are 15 days away. I'll let you know when June happens and and here we go. But I'm excited too, Claudette. Thank you. You know what I really love about that, Sarah and Claudette, is that Sarah, you and Jeff really came together and made the choices based on what you know that your soul's callings were. And you did it before you were shattered, you know, before you were, you were being guided along the way and you listened to the guidance and you took action on that guidance. And I love that. And similar to you, Claudette, you know, you surrendered and say, okay, give up my home and I'm just going to play with this a little and, and allow it and just be in there. And from my experience. Now that I look back, I had that soul's calling since I was a child. I know that I had been mm. guided my entire life now to to give voice to those who didn't feel like they had a voice, to, to be inspiration for those, to show them that there are different ways to live, no matter what your experiences were or are. You know, as a legislator, I gave voice to victims' rights, to domestic violence, to child support, to all of that, to to actually even marriage and same-sex marriage. You know, like I gave voice to that. I look back now and, and I even created a license plate that was to fund, it's called the Bright Futures. It, it was to fund childcare for people who couldn't afford quality childcare. So, and I didn't even have that as an experience in my life, but, and I was guided to do that for whatever reason. I did it. I followed it. What it took me was for my life to be shattered, to actually take (laughs) that, just like brings you back to that. It's like my life was shattered. You know, when Logan took his life, it, it was shattered and it just, I was running a construction association, a commercial construction association. So what I was doing was not in alignment with my soul's calling. And it took my life to be shattered by the divine for me to hear what my life purpose was, what my soul's calling was. So my encouragement to you 
to the listener is that listen to your guidance and take action, you know, and reflect. If you don't know what your soul's calling is or you don't know what your dream is that's caught inside you, reflect back on your life and see what brought you joy. See what brought you purpose. See what gave you energy. You know, Claudette mentioned check in with your body on where the conflict is or the restriction was, or I can't remember the exact word, but that is one way too. And when you're questioning what your soul's calling is, just reflect back in your life on what gave you energy, what brought you happiness and joy and just purpose. And then see with all of that, what the commonalities are, because it could be, you know, cleaning rooms for guests. Like you could really have a ton of joy in the fact that you're creating this beautiful environment, clean, just a place for people to go and create respite. You know, that could be your soul's calling. And that's amazing. It doesn't have to be huge, but it can be huge in your life. So I think just really reflect back on your life to see what really brings you joy and gives you purpose and energizes you. And that's the direction that you get to choose to go in your life. And you will be directed by the divine, whether you want to choose to do it then, or you want to choose to have your life shattered for you to do it. I would encourage you to do it before your life is shattered. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There's something you just mentioned. And I think it's amazing. It doesn't matter. The ego will judge something as, is it important or is it not good enough or is it too small? I read a story one time about a lady that opened a door. She was an elderly lady. She opened a door and I don't remember exactly. This is a true story and it's about a guy that went on to do incredible work in the world, but he was about to commit suicide. And she opened the door for him. About to take his life. I need to just correct you on that. So, I'm sorry. Thank you. Commit. It's about to okay. die by suicide. Or... Thank okay. You. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you. I appreciate that correction. So he was contemplating this. And she opened the door for him, looked at him and said, I love you. And when she did it, He said it was as if God's face was on her and he realized he had a purpose. It was like just this incredible revelation that happened. You can feel it, can't you, Kathleen? It was this incredible revelation. And and he went on to do incredible things in the world to help humanity. She, that was her purpose. So it was to open a door. And allow God for a brief moment. And I'm not saying that was the only time she probably had God come through her. But we're all here to discover a few things. We're here to discover unconditional love, the initiation of love, which forgiveness comes first. We're here to discover that we are created in the image of the creator. And nothing is impossible When we stop going through ego and we start going through God within, nothing is impossible. And we're here to discover to the fullness, the livingness of life, like who we are, what we came to do. And to me, it's, I mean, my thought on this is God seeks to express through us every day. And so there's no judgment on is your 
is that thing, that dream inside of you, big or small. For Sarah right now, she's dreaming to live in an urban area. Now, some people may go, oh, that's not a dream. She just, no, it's a dream. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. It doesn't matter because all that matters is the divine in her can be expressed. And if moving to that urban area releases joy in her, and as she's walking to a neighborhood restaurant after they find their ideal home, because we say right now the divine choice comes to you in the divine way in the right time. So as that happens, and she has joy in the satisfaction, that will shift her vibration and it expands exponentially. So see, the divine is always putting us in, you know, shifting and it might be uncomfortable for a minute because I'm going to tell you when I was living out of my car and in hotel rooms and staying with friends and flying and doing all this, it felt shaky to me. It felt very unsettling and shaky, but I trusted. I was like, you know what? Shaky means I'm projecting through ego. Trust means I'm projecting through the divine. I choose to project through the divine and just look at look at God and go, what do you want me to do next? Versus listening to all the fear of the ego. And so as that happened, I grew. And see, we all have to face ourselves like this for the dream that is within us to rise. And the dream could be, where are you going to live? The dream could be, what are you going to do? And Kathleen mentioned that, for those who don't know what they're going to do, stop worrying about it because it's the divine's job to show you. It is not your job to go hunt for it like a dog in a bone in the yard. The divine has that covered. And so when we just relax and all you have to do is say, show me, show me what my next step is. Show me what you would have me to do in this world. That's all you wait for it. It will come to you. You're probably going to be sitting on the freaking toilet when it does. I mean, it, it, when your head's out of the way, it will come. Isn't that the truth? That's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quickly jump in. I know, Sarah, your mic is off, so get, let, let it go back to you. But the, the fact is how you get there could be like you're on this roller coaster and wrapping around a mountain, going through a mountain, going up and going down, you know, like how you get there, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Each step you take is your journey. It is your path. It is your, your calling. You know, for me, it took me the last 12 years, 12 years to really come back to what really my soul's calling is the more specific soul's calling. And, not allowing the fear to to rule my my actions is that I know deeply in my soul what my calling is, and that's what I'm pursuing. Well, we have a sister on this show. She happens to be in the Cayman Islands today, but I can't not mention Catherine. Catherine had a dream living in her soul for more than ten years. And I just saw her cut a video last week of progression of her commercial space being built, her dream actually being put together block by block in reality. And to have watched her go through this journey, not for nothing, Kathleen, to your example, it was a bit like a winding road. And I'm sure it'll continue to be because we have our challenges along the way. But 
so, so proud of her. And if she was on the show today, I know that her heart would be beaming with the fact that she's following her life's calling, that she's following her heart and she's not suffering because she mentions very clearly that when she wasn't acknowledging her dream, there was suffering. There was suffering in her heart. She didn't feel complete. And so, you know, we can all look around us and find those in our lives who are inspiration, inspiration of patience, inspiration of knowing, inspiration of trust, and inspiration of stick to itness, sticking to it and following your heart. Oh my God. I just love you guys. I love you both. So if you have any final thing that you would like to say to encourage our listeners to take that next step or reignite the dream because it's never too late. Like you can always light that fire back under it and right and let it rise again. If, if you have anything to say, what would be that? What would you say? My encouragement and invitation to all of you is to be in it, to live in the moment to be in the the joy of whatever's being created and not look too far ahead because every time that you look too far ahead, you could be creating anxiety about what you don't know. Know that it, you know, if you have your soul's calling, know it, feel it, be it and take action step by step by step because it is a journey. Just like life is a journey, just like grief is a journey. It's all a journey and be in the journey as you progress because the present is truly a present. The presence is truly a present. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Kathleen. I would just like to finish with, it's okay if today's not the day it's happening. It's okay if 10 years from now is the day that it's happening. It's okay for everything not to unfold immediately. Or as Claudette would say, 12 years, you know, but I think we're all here sharing the same message. You know, Kathleen, 28 years packed up and sold everything. (laughs) 28, sorry, 12, 28. (laughs) What did you say, Sarah? We're here though. Well, I know that you've packed up and sold everything and moved across the country. First, you moved south, which was a huge move. Vermont to North Carolina is not a simple thing. Not even the same kind of people. (laughs) Let's be real. And then all the way to the West Coast. And sure enough, as soon as you landed in the West Coast, things got challenging. But you know, and you trust that you're in the right space. And so, you know, just look around. Look around to those who can be inspiration of what can be and what can become. That is beautiful, beautiful. And I would just encourage everyone to be brave. And you can make a proclamation of, I will do what my soul is calling me to do. Proclamations are very strong. Your word is incredibly powerful. And then to trust, if you received inspiration, it has come from the divine. And the divine will give you the how it will happen. Don't get stuck in the how. Just pause and ask, show me my next step. I know for myself, I went through overwhelm with the full vision of what I'm doing. And so I knew overwhelm is a trap. And so I went from there to just bite-sized pieces. 
right? And just show me my next, this is why I say, show me my next move. Show me what I need to know. And then that comes to you. And asking for that guidance, it's all about that. And then see it done. So there's, you know, each night I see it done. And what does done look like? Really for me, it's I'm, I'm deciding when I'm going to transition. Like I'm like throwing a party <laughs> and I'm like, I think I'll just go to sleep and not wake up next week. Like just, you know, like I'm a hundred and something years old. It's time to move on. But the feeling in me is I have done all my soul desire. It's like a feeling of contentment and no regret. And I didn't allow the fear to cause me to just stay stagnant, right? And so it's never too late. If you think it is, that's a lie. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what excuses the ego is coming up with. They're probably not true because you're divine, you're eternal. And if you receive that inspiration, there's a reason for it. And so we thank you for joining us today. I thank my sisters, Kathleen and Sarah, for sharing their wisdom as always. And Whitney, we're going to turn it back over to you and have a great week, everybody. One of the things that the five of us have in common is that we are all working on our dreams. Some of us in our 50s and others a bit younger, but we are living proof that it is never too late. Isn't it time you took the bull by the horns and started making your dreams come true without further delay? Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you haven't already, please review and rate our show and join us on Facebook and Instagram to share how you are doing what you want to do. Until next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.